Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today let's unlock the book different, escaping the competitive herd. Many people have read book series published by Harvard Business School. They read such books because of the prestige they associate with the name Harvard, and feel as if they can gain much knowledge by reading them. The current book different, escaping the competitive herd, as always maintains the writing style used in Harvard academic research, while also using concise and clear language to uncover the secrets behind marketing competition. The author of the book Young Me Moon adopted the principle of proximity as she pursued research in this field. She started from her own experience in marketing, and then drew on the marketing experience based on buyer psychology and the behavior of others. She slowly discovered an interesting phenomenon, as the types of goods increase, consumers have more difficulty choosing items. This is due to the fact that shopping now takes more time from consumers, which is particularly true for picky consumers. This is just like when you go to the supermarket to buy dairy products. First of all, you have to determine the type of dairy product you want to buy. Also, you have to figure out whether or not you like their packaging and flavor. Then, you have to find the expiry date of the product. And most importantly, you have to determine whether the brand you have in mind is available or not. If the dairy product you like happens to be out of stock, you'll have to spend much more time looking for and comparing other brands. On the other hand, when you are shopping and see products that you are not familiar with, most probably, you will need more time examining these products. If the products look similar, and you're unable to discern their differences, then you may not even have the patience to choose one. Nowadays, shopping behavior has now created a phenomenon. In the minds of consumers, a brand may represent more than a mere set of symbols. A brand's advantage is to allow you to produce memories and influence your behavior. When shopping, you'll face a wide variety of brands and products, and what you remember is what you will choose to purchase next. David Ogilvy, an expert on advertising once said that it is not only the visible features of a product that affect consumers' choices, but also the invisible ones. These features help support the emotional value of a brand. The emotional value of a product is an essential asset for enterprises to acquire when competing for business. However, it is also a long-term investment. Emotional value not only improves the reputation of a company, it can also benefit a company's influence when accumulated to a certain degree. The author of the book Yummy Moon is currently the Donald K. David Professor at Harvard Business School. She obtained her PhD from Stanford University and her master's degree from Yale University. She once taught at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology and has won several awards for excellence in education. Her marketing course is one of Harvard's most popular courses among students. Dr. Moon claims that to master the essence of marketing, marketing knowledge alone is not enough, people also need to understand consumer psychology. So, if you want to know where frequent consumption and brand loyalty come from, you can perhaps find answers in this book. We will help you enhance your knowledge of product marketing and build a product brand that stands out from the following three aspects. The first part, the competitive herd. The second part, three brand strategies. 
and the third part, future brands. Let's first look at the first part, the competitive herd. We know that it's challenging to build an influential brand. This is because in commercial competition, a phenomenon inevitably occurs called the competitive herd. What is the competitive herd? In her book, Moon interpreted this phenomenon as mass behavior, and she explained the inevitability of this phenomenon step by step through the following aspects. Moon gives many vivid examples to illustrate this. She points out that human behavior induces the occurrence of a competitive herd. Let's look at a real-life occurrence to better understand this. Sometimes when describing something, people cannot quickly find the precise words to use. While trying to describe it vividly, they may rack their brains for the appropriate term, but the words used may still be ambiguous. For example, in the phrase, milk boosts one's intellect. People may ask, what in fact is intellect? Different people may give different interpretations of the word intellect. When we describe things with the wrong words, ambiguity may occur. To tackle this problem, business people usually use quadrant map, which is also called a descriptive metric when describing products and brands. Managers also call this type of map a positioning map, which differs from product to product. Like a laptop computer, its positioning map may be drawn based on several key metrics, such as price, performance, quality and weight. But a new question now pops up. Is your measurement system accurate? Can it for example judge the quality of a hospital? For this case, the evaluation standard that we first thought of in terms of a hospital may be its mortality rate. However, if mortality rate is used as a hospital evaluation index, doctors are likely to refuse to admit critically ill patients. In this way, the hospital's mission of saving lives is no longer honored. Therefore, it is obvious that the measurement standards can affect the behavior of the entity being measured. Therefore, the more you stick to such a measurement system, the easier you are to be trapped by such system. As a result, if everyone sticks to the same standard, opportunities for innovation will never arise. In the workforce, companies often assess the job performance of their employees. One of the assessment standards rewards employees who are competent in most fields of their job. Employees with obvious strengths or shortcomings do not get so lucky. They may get high ratings due to their strengths, but they may lose a lot of points due to their weaknesses. As a result, employees have to focus on their shortcomings, and they must try to correct their weaknesses in the next assessment in order to improve their scores. Through this manner of assessing standards, everyone seems to compete. Moreover, in order to win the competition, everyone has to become more fun, agreeable, friendly and proactive. However, once everyone starts doing this, no one any longer is regarded as particularly special. Hence, it is impossible to achieve complete excellence. This is also true of a brand. When you find out that your consumers are focusing on the weaknesses of your brand, you can't help but want to make up for them. Though, nowadays, while companies hope that their efforts will make consumers change their minds about their product, they are usually trapped in group thinking. They have to cater to the needs of the wider society and learn from the strengths their competitors possess, in order to upgrade their products and receive better customer evaluation next time. The result of this eventually turns into a cattle prod, in which brands are prodded to a certain level of balance of power. 
It is undeniable that product upgrades are essential in competition, but how products are upgraded may affect the brand's position in consumers' minds. In marketing, upgrading a product by targeting a specific segment of a population, to make it significantly different from other products is called augmentation by multiplication. However, if product upgrades only occur superficially in appearance, it is called augmentation by addition. The latter's impact on consumers is significantly lower than that of argumentation by multiplication. When augmentation by addition occurs, the company provides consumers with a new benefit, and consumers appreciate the increase of value in the product. However, after a certain period of time, such upgraded products and features are replicated by competitive brands and gradually become new industry standards. Once this industry standard is generated, consumer satisfaction is readjusted back to its original level. In other words, consumers were previously very excited about the new products, but now take them for granted. As such, along with the generation of new standards, the level of consumer expectations also increases, and the early standards of such products may have become the lowest standards in consumers' minds. Brickman calls this phenomenon the hedonic treadmill. This is consistent with what Daniel Kahneman, a Nobel Prize laureate in economics, and his colleague Jackie Snell have confirmed in the results of their study. If you were to always treat someone with hospitality for a long period of time, they will no longer be as grateful to you. Scholars who study human behavior have conducted an experiment around this subject. If you let a person eat an ice cream favor which they like every day. After eight days, they will not enjoy it as much as before. The same is true for a brand. Continuous augmentation by addition to a product may change the external form of the product, but consumer satisfaction will eventually return to its original point. This leads to intensified product upgrades, especially in competition among similar products. As similar competitors are most likely to display herd behavior. This herd will often walk step in step, similar to the self-organizing system seen in bee colonies. In the self-organizing system of a bee colony, when one bee changes, other bees will also spontaneously adjust until the whole herd changes. From a marketing point of view, this spontaneous phenomenon is widespread in fierce market competition. Although each competition seems to have certain differences. In the end however, they are still like bee colonies that find and maintain the balance of the herd. The more intense the competition within similar products, the higher the degree of the congregation of competitors. This results in smaller and smaller differences between brands, with the boundaries between products becoming more and more blurred. Alright, above was the content of the first part. We talked about a common phenomenon seen in consumers called the competitive herd. This means that when consumers are facing a vast commodity market, they can't accurately describe the characteristics of various commodities all at once. To allow themselves to explain things better, humans have a set of measurement standards. Still, these measurement standards invariably make people focus on defects, and this will prompt companies to improve weaknesses and upgrade their products. However, human beings tend to behave according to a hedonic treadmill, which is manifested through the fact that the speed of product upgrades can never catch up to consumer expectations. As a result, product upgrades are intensified, which obscures product characteristics. In this case, 
it is challenging to find differences between competing brands. Thus, if this continues, companies will inevitably face difficulties. So, do companies then possess any advantageous strategies? Well, let's continue to find out. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.